WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win in sports, and it's also the greatest trophy in sports. It's the only trophy in big-time North American team sports that you can drink from. The Super Bowl trophy looks too phallic. It's like a giant marital aid. The NBA trophy is just a big friggin' ball. The college football trophy, again, too phallic. It used to be a big, dumb crystal football. The baseball trophy has all those flags. You can take an eye out. I do not discount the possibility of making those other trophies into bonds. I I bet that has been tried. But the Stanley Cup is the best, even when Ovi drinks out of it. Stanley Cup is the best. Stanley Cup number one. And all you other lame-ass trophies, guess what? You just made the list! I told Jericho the other day I was still doing the list on the show, and he goes, man, move on. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing Cunt on a name you can trust. Dial 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Uh, the only other trophy I can readily identify that athletes drink out of is the British Open Trophy, uh, the Claret Jug. That's what it's designed for. Claret is red wine. Are there any other trophies you could drink out of? 412-333-WXDX. And if you'd like to talk about last night's Stanley Cup Game 5, the Capitals win it, please do dial that number again, 412-333-WXDX. And to continue the conversation we've been having all day, and I talked about it with uh, Bob and John Stagerwald, is Ovechkin now a top 10 player of all time after having won the Stanley Cup? Is Ovechkin now the greatest ever Russian NHLer having won the Stanley Cup? I'd still take Malkin over Ovi, but if Ovi gets to 800 career goals... He's a top fiver. He's the top Russian NHLer because you can't argue with 800 goals. There's no debating 800 goals. At some point, you sound kind of dumb. In fact, there's almost no debating 600 goals. Like I'm saying about Gino, he's a better all-around player. He's a center, and centers are more important than wings. Better play in the defensive zone. Better play in the neutral zone. And then you say, yeah, but the other guy has 600 goals. And someday you'll say, yeah, but the other guy has 800 goals. As long as there's a scoreboard, and last night there wasn't near the end of the game, clock stopped working, but as long as there's a scoreboard, there is no discounting that kind of production. And who are the best Russian NHLers ever? You know what is a shame? I sincerely believe, and I bet Gino would back me up on this. I think the best Russian hockey player ever is the guy who was so great in the 70s, Valery Karlamov, who, who died in a car wreck in 1981. I saw him play against Canada like in that Summit Series in 72, and then you know after that for Red Army when they came over to play NHL teams. Not only was he the best Russian hockey player ever, I think, 
He's one of the best hockey players ever, period. And I think Tretiak was the best goalie uh, ever. He's right there with Dryden, Waugh, Bredore, all them guys, Jacques Plante. I think Fatisov, who we only saw a shadow of, I mean, still pretty good, but he came over here very late in his career. But I think the best Russian hockey players are probably Malkin. And, and by the way, it's still an absolute disgrace that Gino didn't make the NHL's top 100. But I'd go, and this is current rankings, right this second, right now. I'd go Malkin, Ovi. And boy, I when I say that out loud, I can't help but think I'm sounding like a homer. It's so hard to argue with 607 goals and now with the Stanley Cup in his back pocket. But I'm still going to go with Malkin, Ovi. I thought Fedorov was a better all-around player than Bore. Those are my top four, and I'll be honest, no other names race readily to mind. I'll throw Gonch in there. I mean, he's not fifth best all-time, but I like Gonch, and he was real good. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We're going to get to your calls in just a moment. Pierre Maguire joins me at the bottom of the hour. And uh, Pierre made a point. I always say center is the most important position in hockey after goalie. And the Capitals dominated down the middle. I mean, William Carlson finally looked like the third or fourth liner he was all those seasons in Columbus and Anaheim. And we knew Kuznetsov was having a great year. Backstrom back from injury was having a great year. But Lars Eller and Jay Beagle just hiked their game. I mean, if you look at their four centers, Backstrom's always very good. These playoffs were the best that Kuznetsov, Eller, or Beagle have ever played. And that strength down the middle is what got the Capitals to Stanley Cup. Let's go real quick to Mark in the car. Mark, ask, you're on with double M. How you doing? Good. Hey, do you think Mark Andre kind of regressed a bit these past few games? I know that this playoff, this playoff season, he was pretty much lights out, but it seems like he couldn't make that big save. No different than he had. He had a tough Murray. series, no question. He had a tough yeah. series. Do you think he could have stole it from if he would have played better? No, no. Uh, I I don't think. I just don't think Vegas was ever going to score enough goals to win that series. They stopped okay. scoring. Star power by Washington overwhelmed them. Vegas had nobody that could create something on their own. And when their team game slumped, that's what they needed, and there was no one there to do it. And I said before the series that I thought Washington's star power would be the single biggest factor in their favor. Of course, I also said Vegas would win in six games. Your call's next. Pierre Maguire after that. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Are you saying that because you know it'll make me make fun of you? Yes, I love you, Mark. But I'll be quite blunt, slap nuts. The X at 105.9. Uh, here's a tweet from a guy who uses the American flag as his name, so he must be a real patriot. Your argument for Gino over Ovechkin is the same argument people use for Taves over Crosby. You know what? You're right. Ovi over Gino. I can't discount 607 goals, especially now that he's won a Stanley Cup. Can't do it. Can't argue with that amount of goals. It is the same thing. Well, yeah, Sid has better stats than Taves, but defense and faceoffs and all that's BS, and this probably is too. Uh, by the way, our buddy Ken Camp with the hockey news. 
And this list is like a year old, I think, but here's his top uh, Russian NHL players of all time. Number one, Malkin. Number two, Sergei Fedorov. Number three, Ovi. Number four, Pavel Bore. And in some order, I think those are the top four, even today. Pavel Dotsuk, number five. Sergei Zubov, number six. Played for the Penguins for one year. A lot of people wouldn't put Zuby on their list. I would. That high. Perennially underrated. Kind of a goofy guy. Tough to communicate with, but just, I mean, you could play him for 40 minutes. Like, they, the Penguins did in that one, what was it, four overtime game in D.C. in 96, and he'd be just as good in the 40th minute as he was on his first shift. Uh, number seven, Nikolai Hobby Bolin, the goalie who won the Cup with Tampa. I just include goalies on a separate list, but he was very good. McGilney, number eight. Sergey Goncher, number nine. Bobrovsky, number 10. Who'd he ever beat? Kovalchuk, number 11. Maybe a bit low. He scored a lot of goals. And our buddy Alex Kovalev weighing in at number 12. Let's go to Chris in the car. Chris, you're on with Double M. Chris, you're on the air. Okay, Chris must have taken leave of absence or his senses or absent without leave. Let's go to Joe in Ocean City. Joe, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Mark, I wanted to chime in on the Ovechkin-Malkin discussion. I get the point with the goals. I mean, that's, you know, scoring wins. But we've both seen, you know, Malkin got that ability to take a game over. Oh, and Obi doesn't? I mean, to a point, but I don't think to the degree Malkin does. Really? They each have a playoff MVP, so that strikes me as roughly the same degree. Now, Geno's won three cups, and that's an edge. Ovi has 607 goals. Bro, 607. How can you argue with 607? I'm not at all. I'm not arguing with that point at all. I'm just saying I've watched a lot of Caps games now living down here in Maryland, and, you know, over the years, seeing Malkin live, and it just seems like Malkin got that. There's just something in there, that extra gear. when he. Gets yeah, there buried. is with Ovi, too, hence the 607 goals. Now, more importantly, are you in Ocean City, Maryland? Yeah. Okay, what's that restaurant right on the beach that's, like, almost built on a pier that goes out over the water? What's that called? Um... I don't know. You asked me this a couple months ago. And I was it's literally to... right down the street. Like you said, I asked you a couple months ago. Okay, find out the name of that place and call back. And don't be high the next time. Let's go to Rick in the car. Rick, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark. How are you? Good, Chris. Hey, um, now that the hockey season's over, the powers that be have come to you and said, you don't have to answer to the owners. You don't have to answer to the players' union. Give us three changes to make the hockey, and we're going to stick with it. I would fire George Paros as the dean of discipline, and I would appoint somebody like Pat LaFontaine or Paul Correa, who instead of giving concussions, has had their career altered negatively by concussions. I would make every single headshot, intentional or not, a penalty, a game misconduct, and subject to further discipline after that, depending on the offender status as a repeat offender or not. And I would tell the referees to call the rule book the same way in the first game as they did in the last playoff game. 
I would want consistency regarding enforcement of the rules from the start of the season through the end of the playoffs. That's it. Perfect. Thank you. Also, I'd use two pucks, bigger nets, and smaller goalie pads. Actually, I would have smaller goalie pads. Tell me a game with two pucks in play at the same time wouldn't be worth watching. Let's go to James in D.C. James, you're on with Double M. Double M. Wanted to get your thoughts on uh, potential free agent moves through the pens. See a lot of stories about bringing guys like Cooney, Cole, you know, those guys back. I don't that, that's just stupid. I, I've yeah, not heard one person talk about bringing back. I think Cooney signed a two-year deal anyway, or did he? No, he signed a one-year deal. That's right, for like three mil. No, they're not going to be. You think Ian Cole wants to come back and play for Mike Sullivan? You think Mike Sullivan wants to bring back Ian Cole? That's just not going to happen. They're not going to bring Cooney back either. Actually, they might, but go ahead. Saying that out loud, for a bare minimum deal, that wouldn't be the worst idea ever. Strictly as a fourth liner. And you have to say to Sid, look, no matter what, Kunitz is not playing with you. It's not going to happen. Let's go to Kenny and... uh, you know what? I'm tired of Kenny. This call better be better than your recent calls, or this will be your last call for a while. I have to disagree with you about Mark Andre. That's Flair. a bad can start. You, can you hear me out, please? I don't have to. Ask me again, real nice. Say please. Please, Mr. Madden. No! I've grown to dislike Kenny. I just have. Probably a loyal listener, but I've grown to dislike him. Let's go to Ryan in the car. Ryan, you're on with Double M. An advantage of Ovechkin, his physical size and physical play puts him as one of the greats, in my opinion, too. Well, yeah, Malkin's no shrinking violet either, though. I think Malkin uses his body very well. Uh, Yeah. I just can't argue with 607 goals. No, no, definitely not. But just to add to the list of uh, great, great things and what make him a great player is – People fear him sometimes when he's on a roll. And one thing people need to understand, when you say one guy's better than the other, you're not saying the other guy stinks. Oh, that's true. That, that's like that's like whenever you say somebody's overrated, it's assumed that you think he stinks. No, he just isn't quite as good as people think. That's correct. I know. Is that like somebody told me like the latest thing among kids? It's to like talk in a whisper, like the kids think it's sexy. Is that true? I, by the way, just in case somebody's getting the wrong idea, I do not want kids to call up and talk sexy to me. I just don't. That was not a consideration, and as soon as I said what I said, I regretted it. Up next. no. Up next, Pierre McGuire. And after that, ask Mark anything, 105.9. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Good day, Mr. Madden. Good day. Hey, Mark. I want a sugar daddy. Double M, how's it hanging? How about all at once? The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. It's time now to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. Check out Chapino, located in the Strip, and try the super genius burger, because it is terrific. Let's go to Bobby in Moon Township. Bobby, ask Mark anything. Oh, hi, Mark. I just wanted to ask about drug testing. I know there's drug testing in all the other sports, but I've never heard it in the hockey. 
That's because no one ever flunks it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, there's drug testing in hockey. Why wouldn't there be? Why would hockey well, be the sport without drug well, testing? I just watched Ovechkin in one of the games previous. I think it was the second. He sat there and he shook like he was on the other end of an electric shock. Maybe I don't know if you noticed that at all. He's a very emotional player. I mean, when he only scored 33 goals last year, nobody talked about electroshock or steroids or whatever uh, you're implying. No, I know, but this is Look, look, the, he, look uh, he, lady, he won the Stanley Cup. Get over it. Goodbye. We use PEDs to do it so much the better because I don't think they're anything negative. Leaves the line open, 412-333-9939. Let's go to Clint in Coriopolis. Clint, you're on with the super genius. Ask Mark anything. Yes, sir. What's in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction? Well, the way it's implied, it's the soul of Marcellus Wallace. Isn't that the impression you got? Yeah, that seems to be the thing. I don't know how they would fit the soul in a briefcase, how you would transpose it from Marcellus to the briefcase, or what reason they'd have to put it in a briefcase in the first place. Well, the deal was he sold his soul to the devil to be rich, and he was going back to get it. Okay, why would it be in a briefcase? Mm, good question. What else would you put it in? Backpack, maybe? Well, I, I, and he had a bandage on the back of his head, like his neck, and that allegedly had something to do with where his soul was removed from. Right. All right, just wanted to hear your thoughts. I, I, that's always what's been said and certainly implied. By the way, I think I found the name of that place in Ocean City, Maryland. Harrison's. I think it's called Harrison's. I, I went online, somebody tweeted it, and I saw the picture. That's We used to go to a deck hockey tournament in Ocean City like all the time when I coached. One, like Was it four years in a row or four out of five? A bunch of times. And uh, that was the place I always went to eat. It was, it was delightful. I really like Ocean City, Maryland. I don't much like beach communities. I do like Ocean City, Maryland. And I like Atlantic City, too. Maybe I do like beach communities. I don't like Florida much, though. Let's go to Lou in the car. Lou, ask Mark anything. Good day, Mr. Man. Right. Um, if you had to, between heavy metal shows, uh, soccer, hockey, and wrestling, if you had to give up one of those, wrestling. you would enjoy the other three the rest of your life. Wrestling. Wrestling. Give up wrestling. Oh, no. I basically have. That's, yeah. The only interest I have in it is Rick's daughter, Charlotte. I, I watch her every Tuesday. You know what I do? I tape SmackDown. I tape everything Ashley's on. I fast-forward through it and watch her. (laughs) Well, easy enough answer. Well, you do know that less people are watching wrestling than ever before in America, right? Yeah, but it was a big role in your life, it seemed like. you know. Uh, It was. You know what it was? It was a job. It was a means to an end. And And at one point, I loved wrestling, like when Flair and Funk and all the guys I watched were still involved in I watch Jericho too, but he doesn't work in WWE anymore. I watch him when I watch tapes of his Japan stuff, but I'm it's just not very good. They won't let the wrestlers create their own personalities. It's overly scripted. Nobody stands out. What about the other three then between uh hockey, soccer and heavy metal? No, no, no. You only get one question. Let's go to uh uh Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on with double M. Mark. Uh, what would you think about the Pens signing Antoine Roussel as a third or fourth line left wing? Depends on the price. That wouldn't be a bad guy to get. I think he's at like $1.8 million right now. I, I could see, you know, 
solid TK, uh, better than like a Kunitz or what would you pay him? Like what that. would you pay him? Not much more than two million, I wouldn't say. I'm not sure I'd pay him any more than one point eight. But one point eight, I'd take him. They need a left wing. They are not strong on that side of forward. Let's go to John in South Park. John, ask Mark anything. What's up, Mark? What up? I was just wondering if you watched the uh, NHL docu- uh, document on the 92-93 season. Um, no. When was it on? Why would I watch that? Uh, they, they focused on Lemieux and his uh, comeback from cancer. And, uh, I remember know, just, all that vividly. I don't need to be reminded about it in the documentary. Bro, there's so much stuff I want to watch. But, you know, you can you can go on Google or YouTube, I should say, and, you know, find highlights from Mario that year very easily. I don't need a documentary. True. Plus, I don't do like the ending. About, yeah. What, what do you think about uh, him having 54 points in 18 games? Oh, it was absurd. Th- that's the and, best... Mario Lemieux, after coming back from cancer, 92-93, was the best hockey anybody's ever played, ever. No one has ever played the game better and been more productive than Mario Lemieux was in that run of games. That production where he overhauled Pat LaFontaine for the scoring title and won it handily despite playing, I think, only 60 games, if memory serves. Yeah, and, and there was only three Penguins this year that had more than 54 points. Well, yeah, but it's a different era, and they're not Mario Lemieux. Let's look up those Mario stats. I don't remember what the stats were specific to that run when he came back from cancer, but on the season, let's see here. On the season, Mario had, I was right, 60 games. 69 goals and 91 assists in 60 games. Dear God. And he was on some unholy tear at the end that just, like I said, he ran away and hid from Pat LaFontaine. Let's go to Tyler in Brookline. Tyler, you're on with the super genius. Hey, how's it going, man? Terrific. Hey, I was going to see, uh, if you uh, see Virgil at uh, Steel City Con, the former wrestler, do you duck him or is he... Uh, I don't go to... You? Steel City Con doesn't invite me anymore. Oh, really? Why not? They told me I'm not enough of a celebrity and that... Uh, People told him they specifically don't come because I'm there. Oh, man, I'd definitely go to see you. Well, I, I, I worked it like three or four times. The last time I was there, I uh, had the fourth most business of anybody there. It was in order, Ric Flair, then some guy from Sons of Anarchy, then Sean Astin from the Goonies and Rudy, and me. Me after that. Oh man! I mean, I yeah, got more I, business than than uh, than Polly Walnuts. Yeah, I, I no, not Polly Walnuts. Yeah. Uh, Polly from the movie Goodfellas. Uh, what's oh, his wow. name? Uh, I know who you're talking about the actor. I, I forget his name, but I I had a longer line than him. Why oh, do I not know okay. his name? His daughter. Well, oh, Paul Servino. Paul Servino is his name. And then there was some weird comedy couple. Oh, you know who was there? Norm and Cliff from Cheers. But but nobody went up to them. You know what you know what hurt them? They were seated on opposite sides of the hall. I guess there was some kind of animosity between the two, and they couldn't put them on the same side of the hall. 
But no, this goof who runs Steel City Con called me up and pulled me from a show and started giving me the business. And I said, okay, well, I just won't have any guests from your putrid event on to publicize it anymore. And, and you know what? You know what's funny though? I did. Kevin and Scott Hall, Kevin Ash and Scott Hall came in, and I had them on because they're my friends and I want them to get business. But that guy, what a creep that guy is! Dominic something or other. You see him whenever the next one is, go up and say he's a creep because he's a creep. Well, hockey's over. We'll probably talk more about hockey Monday. One hundred five nine. The X.